Rich, how you doing? I'm doing real good. How you doing? How you uh, doing? I so thank you for that. The way you just pronounced that is perfect for where I'm taking us. Where are you taking it? I was walking in today. I took a picture. I shared it with you on WhatsApp and with your brother. Uh, there was a, a fruit delivery truck by the bodega on the Newkirk Avenue stop when I was headed over here. Okay, cool. And I took a picture. Lots of food delivery trucks a lot of food. in this Brooklyn. Was, this was the fruit company. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And it was um, it just a big, I, I love the era we live in in which people just are able to print four colored giant posters of everything. And so like when you go by the bodega and they have the picture of all the sandwiches. Oh, oh. there's an excellent Twitter account that's just art from that stuff. It's I love bananas. it. I love it. I love the sign. I, if, if, if I really was given over to fun and frolic, I would buy a sign store in Brooklyn and just go live out of it. Oh, it's just like, oh, where's the roast beef? It's like literally flying sandwiches ba- slamming into each other. And it just says, you know, 14th Street Deli. Oh, yeah. The and Bodega. Like, I've seen some good ones, too. I, I, there was one store where for about a week it said you could get cigarettes and beagles. That was good. Uh, and the one near my yeah. house just pronounced, ham, they, they didn't pronounce, they just spelled hamburger, Hamburg. Fine. So that, that's good, too. I love the misspellings. Yeah. But yeah. the banana truck, the, the fruit store yeah. truck, big picture on the back of the truck. Like the whole thing is taken over a picture of fruit and right in very fancy type. In memory of Johnny Bananas. R.I.P. 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 Johnny uh, Bananas. Goodness it's, gracious. It's just a great moment. and I, That is know, an extremely Brooklyn, potentially Staten Island moment. It's just, yeah, exactly. It's just, there's just this, there's something that happens only here where it's actually both hilarious and touching. Yeah. And it really is in memory of Johnny Bananas. It really, you know, just let's, can we take five seconds of silence for Johnny? You know what I love about Brooklyn? I love a lot about Brooklyn, frankly. It's anti-assimilation. Yeah, it, it, it's... It's, it's the, just like, you want to go to Pakistan? Get in a cab for eight minutes. It's true. I live I live next to little Bangladesh. It, it's just this wild... And actually, little Haiti isn't far away either. Yeah, and look, there's, there's a bit of that in the other boroughs, let's be honest. Queens probably the most, like, runs a close second, maybe Bronx. Manhattan is annoying. Manhattan is like, okay, I got my master's degree and I'm coming back into the city to work for KPMG. Nothing against KPMG. We are, you know, they did not. We'd love to demo a board to you. We'd love to demo a board to you. But look, it's a little, it's a little homogenous and it's, you know, it's a lot of the, you know, oh, where'd you go? Oh, Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats. Well, I mean, they, you get into those giant apartment buildings where everyone is exactly the same. And yeah. Just, and, yeah. And, you know, I am an immigrant. Uh, I came to Brooklyn. You don't say. Uh, I am. And, and, and the funny thing about, you know, Brooklyn is why do like people create these sort of concentrated pockets of different nationalities? It's because when they come here, they're like, go there. Yeah. ASAP. Like go there. You're, you're Arabic. Go to Bay Ridge. You're Greek. Go to Astoria, Queens. Like they're told to go where it's a little familiar to them. I can't remember what it's either little Pakistan or little Bangladesh, but in there is a neighborhood. The neighborhood I'm in, 
has little, lots of little everythings. Yeah. One of them is simply because there was a dam that was built. Okay. And it, it wrecked a lot of communities. Yeah. Yeah. And so the people who, whose lives were disrupted by the dam were brought, came over. I see. And they all settled in this one neighborhood. And they tend to stick together. Like, and you can get an amazing like curried goat dish to this day. Right. Exactly. And, and, and I think what happens is when people find that sort of pocket of culture they can sort of slip right into because it's familiar to them, they don't shed it. They no, shed boy, it they when don't. they move. Like, I got a job in, in, in Charleston. Then they start to shed it, and it gets weird. Oh, then the kids are named James. Yeah, yeah. and look, that's all Connie. fine. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. But gr- Brooklyn is, you ever see those like little pads you put out for like bugs? It's very sticky. Yeah. Like if you get it on your hand by mistake, you got to have to like war- rinse, we, like you have you, to run warm water. You know Brooklyn what's funny though? Sticky. We should we should be clear. Like I went I went by there was this huge street fair. And it was not for the white people. It was for the mostly Pakistani community. Right. But everybody was there, right? Yeah. And I, and I, got, I bought some samosas and like hung out for a while. Like it's yeah. not, when you say non-assimilationist, and I think when people think about New York City, they're going to think about like a Spike Lee film. Yeah, yeah. But the reality is like you're just kind of riding your bike or walking around and you're like, oh, cool, yeah. you guys are having a good time. I might be using the word wrong. What I mean by assimilate is like shedding some of your past identity. No, no, to I think you're in. totally right. It kind of can't be. We're too jammed together. An old Polish couple walk around Williamsburg confused oh is boy. still a funny thing to it this is. day. Right? What like, is it's just this? Like, what is this? Why are they selling a mink ottoman with coffee? Like I don't <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wanted so, pierogi, and and I think that's what's beautiful about Brooklyn. Uh, you can't deny. I mean, look, there are all kinds of Brooklyn uh, in Brooklyn. Brooklyn is a wild, well, and, place. And the Brooklyn that is now the global brand of Brooklyn, yeah, is. Actually, a very large city unto itself, but a very small part of Brooklyn. That's a key. I live in the global brand of Brooklyn. I live in a neighborhood called Park Slope in Brooklyn, uh, which is connected to Cobble Hill and Brooklyn Heights, which are these really, really sort of, I'll say the word gentrified, gentrified pockets within Brooklyn that changed a lot. Like no, Smith you, Street in Brooklyn used to be a wasteland. This is like, you're not. on like four layers of, of gentrification over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there like, are... Po- like, like you're at a point now where when you move in, you're kicking out lawyers. Yes, yes, yes. Which, you know, people are, some are in favor of. Yeah. Um, but you still have, you know, neighborhoods like Bay Ridge, which is where I grew up which is still extremely Italian and extremely cannoli, like to it this is, day. It's it is not, Bay Ridge, but boy, can you get a good Greek meal. I mean, yeah, my Beautiful God. restaurants there, but it's truly, it really has not changed that much. It no, hasn't changed that cops much. Cops and firemen still live there. And, and you, like to your point, you know, along the Coney Island Avenue corridor, it hasn't changed that much I always, I always felt that there, well, Coney Island Avenue is a mir- miraculous street. If you're ever in New York City and you want a real New York City and not even the like, hey, the insider's New York City, but the one that no one will show you, yeah, go to Coney Island Avenue The, the one top. the New Yorkers don't want to take. The, yeah. Just walk down Coney Island Avenue as long as you can. Yeah. And it is like. Oh, I'm in Azerbaijan. Yeah. Oh, I'm at a tire store. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm. It's the, wild. The cultural shifts that happened on that block. I absolutely yeah. love that block. So, or that that street. Um, I always felt that there should be a neighborhood 
because you know as my career was moving along i'd go meet people at places like condé nast and they'd be like oh you live in brooklyn and they might know like one or two neighborhoods yeah and i've always lived further out and i just came up with the idea of way falbo which is my neighborhood which is way the fuck out in brooklyn just easier for people to understand I mean, that is still relevant today. Yeah, they know right? where you are. They know the slope. They know the heights. They, they know do. Cobble Hill and Carroll Gardens. Anywhere that like Maggie Gyllenhaal might be found, they uh, tend to be aware of. I think it's Gyllenhaal. Is it? Or a Skarsgård? They like a good Skarsgård. I think it's Skarsgård. No, I don't, know, I don't know the right, right answer for either of them. But I live in Wayfalbo. If I go to Coney Island or to the Rockaways on the weekends, I don't go into the city. Right. You go the other way. Yes, that's yeah. right. And I know Mill Basin and Canarsie. I lived there for a bit, too. These are like... Those are not good. These are Mill deep. Basin is, if you want to be, if you want a guy in a forerunner to get out and punch you in the face, that's Mill Basin. So, uh, look, what are some of the best things in Brooklyn, Richard? What are, what, let's, let's each name like three or four things we absolutely One love. minute per. And I'll tell you, while we did this, the funniest thing happened is we were just going to do this as regular old content, and this is where it gets marketing. You ready for some marketing? Yeah, go ahead. You and I have a product that we are co-founders of we've been building for a while. Yes, it's, it's called, called a board. A board, yes. Very good. Thank you for getting in there. I almost forgot. And uh, a board lets you organize your passions, lets you put stuff together into yes. cards, and you stack them up, and now you can share them with anybody. Yes. So... While we were talking and I was saying like, well, here's some content we could create. You looked at me and you went, we could use our own product here to organize the things that we like about Brooklyn. Totally. And so five minutes before we did this podcast, which let, let me be clear, usually we prepare for days, but today it just happened to be five minutes. Yes. Just a, just a coincidence. Um, I made a board and we started to go through and add a few things to it. We haven't added many things to it, but I'm going to, we're each going to say things we love about Brooklyn, some history, some yeah. food, and just a generic place. We'll do one of each. Yeah. And look, we're not Brooklyn experts. If you are in Brooklyn and you have things to add to uh, our space, uh, let us know. Email us at hello at ziotiford.com and we'll invite you in. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Because anyone can be part of this board. Yeah. So, all right, I'm going to start with, I'm going to, I'm going to actually Everything knock out. Everything takes a minute. I'm going to make my phone ding every minute. Okay. We can talk one per minute. We're going to share five of the cards on the board, and they may have a lot more by the time you see it. Okay. I'm going to start with a downer, but it's not really a downer. Okay. Greenwood Cemetery. You ever been there? That sounds like a blast. Greenwood Cemetery is this deeply historic, and it's about 150 plus years old. It was founded in 1838. Okay. And it is one of my favorite places in Brooklyn. It is the size of Prospect Park. So is that right? Pretty close. Yeah, wow. it's not quite as big, but it is big. Okay. It is the site of a Revolutionary War battle. Oh, boy. It has the highest point in Brooklyn, and it is historically important, filled with wild mausoleums, some of which were designed by Tiffany. Whoa. Or have Tiffany glass. And it's one of the actually most beautiful settings and environments in the five boroughs. But it has a lot of deceased people buried yeah in. but i'll tell you what okay that's enough next thing oh uh, okay what's do you got one or you want me to keep going yeah, i've got one all right give full it to disclosure me. uh it is a landmark location uh well full disclosure well i'll do the full disclosure afterwards yeah, you... it's in brooklyn heights mm. which is one of the most expensive exclusive fancy neighborhoods in brooklyn yes uh and they make a good sandwich and there's a really salty 
proprietor named Frank who runs it, who just yells at actually some of the most important and influential people in New York City because they want more mayonnaise on their sandwich. He just yells at everyone, and it's actually pretty hilarious. It's called Brooklyn Heights Deli. Mm-hmm. Full disclosure, um, Frank is my uncle. I've known him my entire life. He's actually a big teddy bear, which is why I think most people love him. Sure. Uh, even though he yells at everyone. Like, it's on the same physical block as the uh, the education commissioner's home. Sure. When you become commissioner of education in New York City, you, you live in like a mansion, like a mayor's mansion. Mm-hmm. They, I guess they probably have this for other... And so there's all these prominent figures come in. The place often gets shut down to film uh, TV shows and movies because it's like this beautiful, idyllic little shop. But he is a salty, angry Lebanese guy who makes a preposterously large roast beef sandwich. Little story about that place, even though we're going to run out of time, but it's a good story. Um, my twins were born at Long Island College Hospital, right around the corner from the Brooklyn Heights Deli. That's right. So when you have kids, you, it's not like they're going to cater for you. Don't get hospital food. Like you don't, they don't bring you anything. Go to Brooklyn Heights Deli. I went, that was my first sandwich after I got my, t- the twins were born. I went and got a sandwich. Amazing. And uh, I told the guys like, yeah, I just had kids at the hospital. He's like, oh, hey, congratulations. And I gave him a good tip. Yeah. But it, I don't think it was Frank, but. Probably wasn't Frank. I, don't, I wouldn't have said congratulations. Yeah, I wasn't. He was like, welcome to hell, yeah. buddy. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. All right, you're up. Um, well, you know, I'm going to keep it real with sandwiches. This is a place you don't know this place. I don't. Red Hook, Red Hook, down, down below. Yeah, Red like, Hook is. Yeah, you keep going. You keep going until you get yeah. to the water off. You start at the Brooklyn Heights Deli and you actually just keep walking down yeah. Court Street. What's it called? DeFonte's. It's a sandwich shop. Okay. And it's just, there is a, a good Brooklyn sandwich is a, is a hell of a thing. It's, an, it's a thing. The deli sandwich is one thing. And Frank, Frank's place makes amazing deli sandwiches. Yeah. These are kind of the next level, full-on chicken parm, like everything's hot, the meatball yeah. sub, like that kind of thing. Is it like a sandwich that you, it's hard to finish it? It's so freaking formidable? It's a medically difficult sandwich. Since I went on yeah. Manjaro, I don't actually want to go there very much. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but it's an experience. Red Hook's a weird part of Brooklyn, so if you're coming into Brooklyn, check out Red Hook. Correct. All right, Rich, back to you. All right. Um, all right. Well, we're on restaurants. I'll do one more restaurant, and then you do one more, and we'll call it a day okay. here. Well, wait, um, wait, that was one, two, three. Okay, yeah, four, five. There we go. There we go. Um, so I grew up in Bay Ridge for many of my years, uh, and there is an Italian restaurant there called Ponte Vecchio mm. that is named after Ponte Vecchio, probably, which is, I think, a bridge. It's a famous bridge in Venice or Something one of those like things, that. yeah. Anyway, if you want an absolutely authentic, unironic, just an excellent Italian dinner with like a real like deep in Brooklyn vibe. You kind of can't beat Ponte Vecchio. I'll, I'll, I'm going to imitate one of the waiters greeting someone that walked in with one word and you will get the vibe. Okay, ready. You ready? I'm ready. So the guy walks in, the waiter sees him from across the restaurant and he goes, Jimmy. <laughs> and that was it. And then you're like, okay, let's, let's have some linguine and white clam. All right, so Paul, you've got number five, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, it's real. It's it's um, go. Uh, number five is 
not exactly one place, but it is this. It's you go, you can ride your bike down the beautiful and well-maintained bike path on Bedford Avenue. Uh-huh. And you can, you get to, um, you can either keep going to Sheep's Head Bay, but you can actually use this and you can kind of go down, go to Sheep's Head Bay, take a left. There's more and more bike paths until you get to the Rockaways. Okay. And the Rockaways is one of the best beaches in the world. I, I will argue for that. It is an open public beach. It's vast. Too. It's vast. It's and it really is big. Filled with humans. I mean, if you're looking for like, I'm going to walk quietly on the beach in a linen sweater and, you know, think, <laughs> rich, for you. think rich people thoughts. Yeah. That's, that's not this beach, but this is like, I want to see everyone in humanity. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone's coming. And I kind of want to go swimming and it should be pretty like, like nice to nice. go swimming. Yeah. It's where it works. And there's a toilet. Like yeah. that, that's yeah, the yeah. Rockways. Rockways yeah. are great. Yeah. So that there, there's just good public infrastructure to get you out to the beach and everybody's going. So that's summer's coming. Uh, do it. I'm gonna throw a bonus one out there and only take 20 seconds for okay, it. I'm ready. There's a ridiculous uh, fast food place that you would think had hundreds of locations, but I think has one. Oh, it's not too fast though. It's not too fast. It's called Rollin' Roaster. <laughs> it's in Sheepshead Bay. I kid you not, if you turn the lights out and look at the sandwich, and if you got the roast beef with cheese, the cheese glows so brightly that it could light the room you're in. I think everyone who can tolerate roast beef should go to Rollin' Roaster. It is truly one of the most fantastic experiences. It is. Look uh, up the commercial online. The commercial's pretty yeah, good. It's it's, it hasn't changed. Yeah. So let me ask you something. Did our product help us get this podcast together? It did. It did. It 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 it's funny. We went into product mode. We were like, oh, it didn't parse correctly. But yes, it did. And I think what's interesting about it is um the idea of letting others sort of share their insights, because Brooklyn is five million people. Yeah. And there is probably something I should know about in some corner because someone else who knows it and it's near where they live or they grew up there can share it out. So a a board is very much about letting others fold in um, and we're still figuring that out but it is it is a place to to sort of share things that you you have knowledge about with others and and uh, ultimately you hope that it's a useful tool that others can use i will say that objectively the way we did this now we are users number one and two of this tool made it easier for us to get a podcast done absolutely so check it out aboard.com all right so if you are already checking out aboard.com but you need more websites to check out check out ziotiford.com check out at ziotiford on twitter uh give us five stars do all the regular things send us email give us uh some thoughts and feelings criticism questions things you want us to cover we are here to help have a lovely week bye